that was our cheap way of doing technology of putting up our graphic <laughs> well praise the Lord and hello and welcome to new life's virtual campus and we are so glad you are here and you have joined us today who would have known that a little thing a little tiny virus could shut down a whole nation some might be under quarantine today but let me tell you something let me tell you something our God is bigger than this virus and he is not under quarantine he wants to come into your home and touch your life today God has the cure oh I wish I had the cure for the coronavirus I don't and again I don't no, God provided the cure for a far worse contagion that affects everyone. And that contagion is sin. And Jesus Christ is the cure. He died on the cross to set us free from the power of sin. And he wants to set you free today. Again, I have no cure for the coronavirus, COVID-19. But I do know the one that provided healing in the atonement when he died on the cross. It is Jesus who casted out demons, healed lame limbs, gave sight to the blind, opened deaf ears, healed all sorts of sickness. He even raised the dead. So stay, um, stay with us this day to learn more. But first, let us have a word of prayer together. Lord Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you are still on your throne. You have not abdicated. And Lord, you are here to help us through this time. My voice might be going to parts of the country where people are scared because um, there's been more cases of, of the virus. People they love have died. It's not, Lord, here in North Dakota where we're so far apart from each other in some places. Um, some of us aren't as worried. But Lord, we have people who are sick with the virus here in North Dakota and in our neighboring state, Minnesota, and South Dakota, and Iowa, Lord, and up in Canada, Lord Jesus. We ask you, Lord, that you would touch this nation. Touch the world, Lord. Kill this virus, Lord Jesus. We ask this in Jesus' name. Lord, we ask you to watch over our shut-ins. And Lord, that you would touch them this morning and bless them. That Lord, you would help them through this time. Like the folks at the group home. Or the one who's in the memory loss unit, Lord. Or those who... Or all of our members in Minnesota who've been told by the governor that they have to shelter in place. We just thank you, Lord, that your message can still go out. And Lord, you can still encourage us. Not only by watching pr good preaching online, but Lord, also because we can take the Word of God and read it for ourselves. We thank you, Lord, that we can still reach out to each other and we can pray with each other, be it through the phone or through um, online meetings, Lord, that we can pray together 
And we thank you, Lord, that you just bless this service and move in this message today, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, we have a few announcements here just to let you know. We're hoping that maybe um, things would change and God would intervene and we could be open for Easter. But stay tuned for that. I have a special announcement, not today, but it will be coming on Facebook and to your homes to let you know um, the plan we have. We're just not ready to reveal it yet. And so we're wanting to be able to do a live service um, with our church members. And so we're excited. And while practicing, just to make everybody feel safe, social distancing because you won't be able to come in contact with each other. Okay, and you're probably wondering how in the world is he going to pull that off? Um, we can do it though. Um, because we don't know what's happening for Easter, there will be no resurrection breakfast this year. No resurrection breakfast. However, when this is all said and done, we are going to have a celebration. We are going to celebrate and because we'll finally be all back together. Also, um, next Sunday, next Sunday, I need all you church members and those who are joining with us, I need you to pick up some grape juice at home. You need to have some grape juice at home next week and some crackers. Okay, they, they don't have to be fancy crackers. It can just be saltine crackers, you know, and because we're going to celebrate communion together next week. So make sure that you get some crackers and some grape juice and we'll be able to celebrate communion together. Okay, I'm looking forward to doing that with you. <gasps> Lastly, don't forget that during this time, the church still has to pay its bills. So right there on your Facebook, our church Facebook page, you'll find our address and you can mail in your offering to the church here to help us pay the bills. Also, I want to thank those who have dropped off their tithe checks like, the, like someone did the other day. We also mailed out, our church treasurer mailed out envelopes to our members, um, stamped envelopes, so you don't even have to pay for the stamp, where you can put your tithe check into the envelope and then mail it in. Um, hopefully, we are going to have also technology where you can do it um, through your debit or credit card um, later on because this has changed the way church has to do church and so we're glad you have joined us here today at our virtual campus um, at New Life. Take your Bible um, and turn to 1 Corinthians, 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and, and again Facebook this is not fake news this is real news. This is the good news. And so this is what I'm going to take everything I'm going to talk about from now on out of is this wonderful word of God that God gave to us so that we can know that he loves us and that how we can know the way of salvation. He gave it all to us, a love letter from him, and it's called the good news. And so... Um, that's what we're taking this out of today. My message is entitled this morning, We Must Return to the Simple Gospel Message. 
So much is out of our control, especially now. But God is still in control. We just got the news the other day. The governor of Minnesota affects most of our church. The governor of Minnesota went ahead and said, shelter in place. Don't go anywhere. Stay at home. Well, that was a big change for everybody who lives in Minnesota. Governor North Dakota um, hasn't gone that far, but he's asked us to use some common sense. That's why I'm preaching to an empty church, except for the handful of people to, that I need to put on this broadcast today. And it's a very small handful um, of people who are here because we want to uphold the laws of both of our states because we think that it's important because we're concerned about your health at home. So these things are out of our control right now. But we can still lift up Jesus. We can still come together, even though it's, you might be in your pajamas at home today watching this live broadcast. And, but I'm going to tell you right now, I don't believe this is going to be the new normal, but it's going to be another way for us to reach people for Jesus. If you, if some of you were here, you would be saying amen. So just click on your Facebook, that thumbs up button. We must return to that simple gospel message. We must preach the message of the cross, which is the good news of the gospel. So let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 1 through 5. And I, brethren, when I came to you, did not come with excellence of speech or of wisdom, declaring to you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. I was with you in weakness, in fear, and in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. For I know nothing but Jesus Christ and him crucified. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, I thank you for this message, and I thank you that you will just touch us, Lord. Touch us in our homes today. Touch us where, if we're exercising and we're listening on the podcast, Lord. Touch us today with your spirit, Lord. Let this word be real in our lives. And I thank you for the anointing I feel here in this place today. Let that same anointing be felt at home. In Jesus' precious name, amen and amen. The message of the gospel has not changed. Paul said, now I came knowing nothing but Jesus Christ and him crucified. And I presented God's testimony. You know, that's where we've been missing it in the church lately. We, we've been sold on the fact that we need to share our testimony 
No, the greatest testimony you can share, even though you need to tell people how you met Jesus, even though you need to let people know how the Lord has touched your life, even though you need to go ahead and, and, and share how the love of Jesus has wiped away all of your sins, the greatest testimony we can present is God's testimony. And let me tell you something. It's a lot easier to present His testimony than our own because you know what? We usually don't get nervous about talking about Jesus. We usually get nervous about talking about ourselves. And, and another thing, folks, is we don't have to be salespeople. We don't. All we have to do is share. Paul said, I knew nothing. The greatest theologian the church ever has had who wrote most of the new testament says i know nothing but jesus christ and him crucified um, it almost sounds like he's a little bit the sergeant schultz of the new testament but what he did know but what he did know changed lives set people free opened prison doors and turn the world upside down. Jesus Christ and Him crucified. That and that alone is the message which will save the sinner, set the captive free, and give the believer perpetual victory. In this time of coronavirus, this is what people need. Folks, we have all had enough of worldly philosophy that's only let us down. People need hope. People need hope. That is what Christ Jesus provides at the cross. They're not letting us use our music right now on Facebook. So I would love to be able to sing right now, at the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light and the burden of my heart rolled away it was there by faith I I received my sight and now I am happy all the day I told you last week we're doing this live and you never know what's going to happen live if we were just taping this I could say let's take two but the message is still the same. Jesus came to this earth. He came and he preached and he healed and he touched lives and he loved the loveless and he went to the cross so that you and I could be saved and the Bible says he counted it all joy to suffer and die for us so that we could be saved. Not only has the message of the gospel not changed we need anointed preaching listen to this we need anointed preaching not just good oration oh my word we've got a lot of people who can get up and be very charismatic today and they get out there and and they get on tv and they get on the radio and they get up and they do things and it's but where's the anointing my friends, we need to make sure that the message that we put out, that we give to people, 
is anointed by the Holy Spirit and it comes from God's Word. People have had enough of worldly philosophy. They've had enough of just being made to feel good. In this time of coronavirus, we need to preach, thus saith the Lord. We need to preach things that are going to set people free. We We need to preach things that will give people hope. Hope of eternal life. Hope to make it through. Hope, oh my word, somebody said, this is stressful on marriages because people have to stay home. I don't know, my wife and I are just enjoying it. We were saying to each other, we were just saying just yesterday, it doesn't feel any different. So we have to be together. You know, it's like the guy said the other, I, I read, He said he was sitting on the couch and this lovely lady sat down on the couch next to him and he looked at her and he says, I discovered it was my wife and she turned out to be a pretty lovely lady. Well, my friends, this is a time to bring families back together. Families are actually sitting down and eating dinner together. And then folks, you folks having to homeschool, Listen, I homeschool. I've been homeschooling our son since preschool. It really isn't that hard. I'll tell you how you approach preschool. You first pray. You ask the Lord to help you with homeschooling. And you will be amazed how you can do it. And and let me tell you something. Another thing you can do, if you get a little frustrated with a subject you're working on or your child is frustrated, put it aside Come back to it later. Go to to another subject that you both enjoy doing. Then come back to that and and take a fresh approach to it. And and you'll get through the homeschooling stuff. And for you that are being able to do homeschooling online, oh, you you got it pretty good. But it's just being disciplined to make sure it gets done and, and for your child to understand this is important. But our preaching needs to be anointed Paul says in verse 3 and 4, I came in fear and trembling, not trusting in my own ability. And we shouldn't be trusting in our own ability, but being utterly dependent on God. You're going to get through this if you become utterly dependent on God to get you through this time. You know, this is a great time to use to get alone with God. This is a great time to get closer to Him. It's a great time to study His Word. Not trusting our own ability, but being utterly dependent on God. It is the Holy Spirit who draws the sinner. It is only believing in Jesus can one be set free. Okay, you can hit that like button to say amen. Somebody told me, I can't hit it that many times. Well, then hit the heart button. I don't mind you telling me you love me. (laughs) And to our church members, I miss you and I love you too. Paul says, I tried it in man's reasoning and rhetoric in Athens. Paul went up to Athens. He left his, his helpers behind and he went all over to Athens, the capital of the Greek province of the Roman Empire. And he went over there and he went up 
to where all the philosophers hung out on Mars Hill. Went up there, he had three points and a poem. He went up there and he, he preached um, his message there using man's wisdom and using rhetoric. And when he got done, he only won a handful of converts. So when he came to Corinth, he came as a humble man. He came knowing nothing but Jesus Christ and him crucified. He came in fear and trembling, just relying on the presence of the Holy Spirit to draw the sinner. He came that way. And by the way, Paul didn't go with a, uh, Silas and Timothy. They might have sung hymns together, but Silas and Timothy, they didn't play the piano. They didn't have a guitar with them. They didn't go into the marketplace singing first and then preaching. No, Paul went into the marketplace and he preached. He went into the synagogue and he preached. He relied on the spoken word of God and the anointing of the Holy Spirit to change lives. Paul said, I came to you relying on the power of the Holy Spirit, which speaks of what the Holy Spirit can do in the hearts and lives of believers if the cross is properly preached. And so, I, I, you know what I've been finding online? The church is getting back to its priorities. The church is simplifying. The church is talking about what's important. Not a bunch of programs. My word, we can't do any programs right now. Now, not a bunch of few, um, uh, um, um, promotional things. No. What are you seeing online? We're having to return to the simple word of God. Maybe when we get out of, come out of this thing, the church will be stronger than ever before because believers will be excited to take this message to the nation. God says, if my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray and turn from their wicked ways, I will heal their land. Church, it's time for us to get on our faces before God and repent of all of being too comfortable. Repent of just going through the motions and get on fire for Jesus once again. I know some of you boomers. You might be retired now, but I'll tell you what, I remember when you boomers were on fire for Jesus and you used to bug everybody about Jesus Christ. Come on. I know some of you Generation X people. Boy, oh boy, you might have been late, more laid back from the boomers, but you still got your point across. Come on, let's get excited once again about Jesus Christ and Him crucified. Let's get out there. Let's reach. Let's preach. Let's love each other with the truth of Jesus Christ. Place your faith in Christ Jesus. What did Paul say in verse 5? I did this so that your faith 
I preached Jesus Christ and Him crucified. I preached not with my thinking and my um, ability to impress you. I preached that your faith should be in the wisdom of, not in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. With our little bit of time left here today, I want to talk about that, placing your faith in Christ Jesus. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whoever believes in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. Did you hear that? It, the whole Bible, from Genesis to Revelation, centers on this one verse. This is what we call the keystone of the Word of God. It is like, for all you nerds out there, I lovingly say, it's the fulcrum that the whole Word of God sits upon. It balances everything out. It makes you understand why God has done what He has done, why He created the world, why He... he sent Jesus in the first place, why He's allow us to go through some of the things He lets us go through because He's a loving parent. It's because for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whoever believes in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. New life has always been the church of the whosoever. The whoever that will believe in Jesus. We don't care if you're funny looking or good looking, short or tall, fluffy or skinny, have great hair or no hair. We don't care. We don't care if you're green with purple polka dots. If you want to know Jesus Christ and you're the whosoever, we want you. And we want to love you. And we want to pray for you. And we want to help you in your walk with Jesus Christ. God sent Jesus so that none should perish. But all should have eternal life. But we must accept Jesus into our heart. Romans 5.8 says, But God demonstrated His own love towards us in that while we were sinners, Christ, died for us now think about that you know god could have gone ahead and started i mean he already went ahead we, we believe this bible is completely true cover to cover we believe that everything in it is real we believe that all the stories that's told in here really really happened why because god does not lie now god wants destroyed the earth with Noah's flood. I'm not going to open this up for debate about if you believe in the flood or not. The Bible says it happened. I believe it happened because God said it happened. And so that's just where I'm at. But he destroyed the earth, but he saved a family. Why? Because he did not want anyone to perish he wanted humanity to have a chance that's why jesus came 
And it's in Rome, Paul says in Romans, but God demonstrated his own love toward us. You know how he did that? He sent Jesus here, his only begotten son. Can you imagine taking your child that you love and you send him into a hostile environment? Okay, think about this. Sent into a hostile, hostile environment and the whole reason he is there is to die. But God loved us so much that he demonstrated his love that he sent his own son. That while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And over in Hebrews, it says Jesus counted it all joy. Why? Because he knew that when he laid down his life for us on the cross, there would be a bunch of us who would accept him into our hearts and we would have a home with him in heaven. He counted it all joy because when he looked down from the cross, he saw you. Psalm 62, 7. I came across this this week. I probably have read this numerous times, but I didn't see it the way I do right now. But that's the anointing of the Holy Spirit, by the way. Psalm 62, 7 says, In God is my salvation and my glory. The rock of my strength and my refuge is in God. So Christ follower, take that verse from Psalm 62, 7. Grab a hold of it. Know that God is your refuge. He's going to get us through this town of this time of coronavirus, this COVID-19. He's going to get us through this time because He is our refuge. He is the rock of our strength. And for those who haven't, do not know Jesus as their Savior yet, He is your salvation, and He wants to be your glory so how about it how about it will you put your faith in Christ Jesus today will you do that will you put your faith in Christ Jesus today he loves you his arms are stretched open wide to receive you all you have to do is ask Jesus to come into your heart. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, I just thank you that the gospel, the good news is so simple. It really is Jesus Christ and Him crucified. It all centers on you, Jesus. For God so loved the world that He gave his own, His only begotten Son, that whoever believes in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. Lord, I pray for those who never realized they needed to ask You into their hearts. I thank You later on, Paul says in Romans, that whoever calls on the name of the Lord, meaning You, Jesus, shall be 
saved. And right before that, he says, if you'll confess with your mouth and believe in your heart. Oh, Lord Jesus, there's countless people today that are scared, might be feeling lonely, might having to be quarantined because of this virus, and they've tuned in today. Lord, give them your hope and come into their lives if they haven't if they don't know you as you as Savior Lord Lord I thank you for this time that we been get the privilege of coming into people's homes but right now if you haven't asked if you have do not have a relationship with Jesus and you want to have him in your heart and know Him as your Savior. And, and know this love that God has for you. Just pray with me this simple prayer. Dear Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of all the things I've ever done wrong. Thank you, Lord, that when you see me, those things don't define me thank you Lord that what defines me is the love you have for me so Jesus I give you my heart I turn my life over to you I'm trusting in you for my peace and I thank you Lord for saving my soul. And now that I've prayed this prayer, Lord, heaven is now my home. Thank you, Jesus, for coming into my heart. I ask this, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. If you prayed that prayer today and you've meant it, welcome to God's family. Your name is now written in the Lamb's Book of Life. And, and heaven is now your home. And you have the Prince of Peace in your heart. And he will help you through this time. Get your Bible. If you've got a Bible at home, maybe Grandma gave it to you years ago when you got confirmed. Or maybe, however, or when you were baptized or somebody gave you a Bible. Most people have one. Find it. Get it out of that drawer. Get it off that shelf. Pick it up and open it up and start reading. And I suggest start with the book of John. And if you gave your heart and prayed that prayer today, what I'd like you to do is write in the comments on face, where you're watching it on Facebook, just write in the comments. Just say, I gave my heart to Jesus. That's all you have to do. And I do have a book for you that I'd like to send you. I'm not charging you. I'm not asking you for money. I have a book I want to send you to help start you in your walk with Jesus. I also have a movie about Jesus I'd like to send for you. It's just the life of Christ. And uh, very well done years ago. And I have that. And so that's our gift to you. We, we're not asking you for anything. We just want to celebrate that you gave your heart to Jesus today. Okay? And then for those uh, members of our church, just a reminder, get those crackers for next week.
Um, it, you're some grape juice, in every, and, and even if you're not a member, if you want to take communion with us, make sure you get some grape juice and some crackers. And we're going to have communion next week because we always have communion together on the first Sunday of the month. And I promise you, church, that when we're all together again, we will have communion that day together too, all right? Because we got to celebrate that our building is open again. Our building might be closed, but our church is still open. And it's amazing the things that we're doing. Um, some of you are not aware, but I got um, timey thinking about how she can do things for the kids for Easter, even though we can't see each other. So, um, I, I mean, come in contact with each other. You know what I mean? We can't do our Easter egg hunt this year because we got to practice social distancing. I don't know how we would be able to do an Easter egg hunt with social distancing. <laughs> I don't think it would work. I think it would be so lonely for that one kid to go find an egg by himself or herself. And so we're going to come up with some kind of fun thing to do for the kids as well. We love you. We praise God for you. And if you got any prayer needs, make sure you text them into our prayer text. Or you can go ahead and leave it on our Facebook Live page. You can pick up your phone and call the church and um, I'll answer it or um, you know call the other members you've been getting prayer requests out um, and so before we go we're going to pray for a couple of those things that have happened this week and the great thing about having our um, where's my phone our prayer on our text is right now I can go to our text And we can pray for some of the things that have happened this week. Okay? So let us pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you and praise you that um, Marilyn is at home. And Lord, she's not having that trouble breathing that she was having. We just praise you and thank you for that. We thank you for Jody. Um, and Lord, that you um, have been keeping her upbeat. She's so glad that mom is doing well. We thank you, Lord, that you're touching Andrew, Lord. We um, ask you, Lord, to heal him from this coronavirus, Lord Jesus. We thank you for that because you are still the healer. Lord, just touch him where he's at in his home. Lord, anoint him by the with the oil of the Holy Spirit, Lord, and heal him in Jesus' name. Lord Jesus, we pray for the Hathaway family this, this day, Lord. We ask you, Lord, that you would just comfort their hearts and give them your peace at the passing of Bishop Allen Hathaway, Lord. We, we ask you that you touch his wife and his children and his grandchildren, Lord. He was a great man, Lord. And Lord, I know he is so happy to be there in heaven with you. Lord, we continue to pray for Thea. And Lord, we thank you that she really didn't hurt herself that much when she fell down. We also pray for Vern, who might be coming home this week. We thank you that, um, that he went through his rehab and he's not going to need too much help at all 
being at home now, Lord. And we praise you for healing that foot he had to have surgery on. Lord, we just thank you. And there's other prayer. There's probably countless other things that people have, Lord. Just touch their needs right now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, folks, it's been good being with you today. We love you. Again, if you have prayer needs, send them in. We want to pray for them. I got a whole prayer team. I got about 10 people who will pray over your prayer needs. So please send them in. And boy, when they, get, when they start praying, boy, oh boy, I'll tell you what, God answers prayer. And so um, don't be afraid. You, you might say, you don't know me. It doesn't matter. God knows you, okay? And we want to pray for you. And so, um, praise the Lord. Also, make sure you watch for our upcoming announcement, what we're going to do for Easter, because we, we got to celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And you can hit that like button again to say amen. So, or just type in amen, because we really need to celebrate him. Well, I just want to remind you, we love you. God loves you. And make sure that you share the love of God with others while maintaining six feet apart. And for those people in Minnesota, remember, um, you got shelter at home, okay? So pick up the phone and call them and say, God loves you. And you can just hang up and they'll go, what in the world was that? And so <laughs> praise the Lord. Amen. God bless. And know that the grace of Jesus Christ will keep you through this time. Amen and amen.